The information provided in this show is intended for your general knowledge only and is not intended to be, nor is it, medical advice or a substitute for medical advice. If you have or suspect you have a specific medical condition or disease, please consult your health care provider. You are now listening to The Health Hero Show with Tim James. <laughs> What's up, Health Heroes? Tim James here, founder of ChemicalFreeBody.com and your host, for the show that defends public health by simplifying and demystifying how to live an energetic life with a flat belly. So if you're into freedom, a healthy gut, and staying young, this is the show for you. What's up, Health Heroes? Tim James here with another exciting episode of the Health Hero Show. And boy, um, we're coming off episode 100. If you guys have not seen it, go back and watch episode 100, Defending Public Health. We're all about that over here. We're about you being your own doctor. Um, healing yourself naturally, taking responsibility. And today for episode 101, the title is how to unlock the health hero inside of you. So how to unlock the health hero inside of you. I was going to talk about my journey uh, to becoming a health hero. And like, you know, you grow up as a little kid. I don't know about you guys, but like um, when I was a little kid, like Superman and the superheroes and stuff like that, I really gravitated to that kind of stuff. You know, the Jedi's and they're going they're 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 defenders, right? They're out there doing good things, they're taking down evil and they're making things right. And um I freaking love that stuff growing up as a kid. And what I've realized in my journey, you know, getting out of societal conditioning, um our guest uh today Nick uh Creation, who I'm going to introduce in a minute. Hold tight there Nick. Um you know, when I was a, when I was a kid, it was like you you see all these these superheroes doing all this stuff. Well, I was just going along with society, right? I was, um, uh, you know, nothing wrong with it. You know, I, I I was a financial advisor. I had the kids, the house, the mortgage, all that stuff, the wife, and um, and I, I was doing a good job. I was raising my kids. I was trying to get them good moral values, uh, working hard, trying to save money, build build our infrastructure and our future for my family. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. And that is heroes' work, right? wipe it, you know, cleaning up the diapers and, and the spills and, you know, and all the stuff. And just that, that's that, you know, in the trenches, cleaning the toilets, that is a hero's work. There's no question about it. The only difference was what I learned was, is that I, I wasn't really following my highest excitement and we're going to get into this today. And when you follow your highest excitement, you actually will unlock the biggest hero inside of you that you could imagine. It's just sitting there dormant. And you have to literally have the power of the universe locked inside of all of us. And a lot of us, it stays locked up. And that's why when people get, you know, 80s and 90s and, and, you know, they're crying on their deathbed because they never lived and they never let that hero outside of them. So today, our goal is to help you rec recognize and realize that you have this tremendous amount of potential inside of you, that you have, you, you, there's a health hero inside of all of us. And we want you. To, we want to give you some go give you some tools to understand what that is and how to unlock it. So today, um, what's really cool is um, I've got Nick Creation on the line with us here today for the show. And Nick Nick is really cool because actually Nick um, met me through I think another podcast, right, Nick? Yeah, the yeah, Tinfoil <clears throat> Tinfoil Hat. Sam Tripoli's Tinfoil Hat podcast. Yep. Thank you, Sam. Who, hey, Sam was uh, one of our guests on the 100th episode. So, again, go back and listen to that. He's, he's funny. Uh, really good episode. Yeah, and he's a really good dude. Uh, so um, so you, you, you heard of us on uh, Sam's podcast. 
you kind of jumped in, you got on the products and all that kind of stuff. And from there, Nick has, um, you know, transformed himself, transformed his health. He's activated his highest excitement in life. He has his own podcast now. Um, he's got his own website and he's, he's basically at his highest and best use and he's unlocked all that universal potential. So Nick, thank you so much for taking your time to come on the show with me today, brother. Of course. Anytime. It's an honor. Yeah, man. So why don't you talk a little bit about that? What was your, what was the, what was the journey like in the beginning and kind of like, you know, how, you know, we just talked about it, I guess a little bit, but you heard about us on a podcast or me, Mm -hmm. whatever. And then what kind of happened after that? Well, I pretty much started with the gut detox, toxin detox, green 85. And after doing the gut detox, after doing the toxin detox, everything just felt snappier. Like my brain felt snappier. My movements felt better. I, my gut felt a lot better. My gut issues went away. And that was, that was definitely the start. Um, I started taking green 85 every morning and I got up. Well, I was taking um, athletic greens, but athletic greens wasn't, I don't know. It wasn't that great. I started taking green 85 and it was, it was just a whole, it was just a whole nother level and went with that and started drinking basically almost a gallon of water a day because I was working still eight hours at a uh, doing machining. So I would just listen to podcasts all day, drink a whole bunch of water and started eating better. I was before that I was drinking two Red Bulls a day. Like I was always drinking Red Bulls all the time. You know, I didn't eat good. I didn't eat a lot of salads. I wasn't sprouting at all. You know, and what I was, I think uh, early last year, I was around 220 pounds and I'm now to like 160 now. Like I've never felt this good, looked this good. It's, it's really been great. But um, Dude, you were carrying a backpack of sixty pounds of bricks on your back, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Think about yeah. that, dude. That's yeah. You have you've lightened your load, but more importantly, because you know, um, it is quite remarkable for people. You know, when you when you're carrying around the extra weight like Nick and I, you know, I had forty two pounds extra weight I was carrying around. So you beat me, Nick. You had a little. You dropped about eighteen pounds more. But um, you know, the whole point is is that yeah, you feel lighter and you feel better physically. And it's just, it's a great feeling, right? You took responsibility for health, which is point number one that I want to talk about today, which is um, how, how to unlock the health here inside of you is someone who takes 100% responsibility for their health. And um, so I was able to do that because I got that education. You were able to do that because I had passed that education on to you and you lose the weight, but we're going to get into deeper, more important stuff besides just losing the weight. We're going to yep. be talking about losing yep and dropping the spiritual burden and the emotional burdens that we're all carrying around, which is one of the reasons why we're eating so damn much. Okay. All right. So how to unlock the health hero inside of you. Step one, you take 100% responsibility for your health. That's it. You take back the reins, you empower yourself. And you, then you, then you realize it's like, Hey, if it's up to be, it's not, it's up to me rather than, Oh, I'm, Oh man, I'm overweight. I don't feel good. And just like, and you see a little commercial on TV and it says, you know, something crazy like, you know, um, uh, you know, hey, do you got uh, restless, restless leg syndrome? Your eight legs ache and feet hurt and stuff like that and or whatever, you know, and you're tingling and you're sitting in the couch and you're like, shit, yeah, man, that's me. Well, just take the purple pill and you'll get all better. Consult with your doctor and go talk to your doctor and get the purple pill and you'll be all good. Don't change anything. Come to us. We have the solution to you in this little purple pill, and you're going to be good. And you can just go living your life as is, not change anything, and we'll take care of you. You just sit back there, working class consumer. You don't have to do anything. And then, by the way, 
Um, this drug may give you nausea. It could uh, increase gambling. You could commit suicide. And there's a list of like 37 side effects to it, right? Has nothing to do with you taking responsibility for your health. Has nothing to do with nature, which your body is from nature, right? They're giving you a synthetic acid-based substance that has it's it doesn't go with your carbon-based body. So that is how you take responsibility for your health. You do it, right? In fact, Hippocrates, I, I said this on the last episode, which is very important to repeat. Medical doctors take the Hippocratic Oath. I will do no harm. And that's great. That was based on Hippocrates, the father of Western medicine. Hippocrates also said, and it's a famous quote, there's videos and movies been made about it, let thy medicine be thy food and thy food be thy medicine. A very profound concept. The food, nature, is the medicine because we are nature, right? Horses get sick. What do they do? They go out and they start eating different herbs and grasses. The Native Americans would follow them around and see what they do. And they would, and when they got sick, they'd mix up the same stuff and eat it. And they figured out combinations and therapies growing on the ground in nature. And they were able to heal themselves when they got out of balance, right? So when you have um, these this guy, Hippocrates, but he also said a very important quote that not a lot of people recite or know, unless you watched episode 100, because I brought it up. And that is, he who is not his own doctor is a fool. He who is not, or she who is not their own doctor is a fool. So this is the dude that said, let thy food be thy medicine, thy medicine be thy food. He's also the dude that the medical doctors that we go in to see today took an oath. It says, I will do no harm. Okay, so our doctors are taking a freaking oath based on what this dude said. And this dude said, let thy food be thy medicine, thy medicine be thy food. And he also said, if you are not your own doctor, you are a freaking fool. What does that mean? It means we have to take responsibility for our health. And that's why we believe for you to unlock the health hero inside of you, step one is taking responsibility for your health. Nick, what do you got to say about that? Yeah, absolutely. That was because I... I kind of been blaming like my parents for some things here and there, you know, and I, I realized like it's, it's all me. Everything is inside of me. This anxiety is all inside of me. This, this, any crappy feeling I have, this is all inside of me because it's food I'm eating, you know, whatever chemical products I'm putting in my skin, you know, changing all sorts of things, uh, you know, recognizing EMFs and the dangers they pose doing something about that. You know, there's so many different factors you have to take in and, yeah, you have to you have to take your own responsibility because no one else is going to come save you. So you took responsibility for your health. Um, you started off with two of my favorite things in the world: uh, water. <laughs> you cleaned up your water and got your water right, and you started uh, taking our our natural detox and nutrition products. Those were the first steps. So you actually took action, and you know that's one of those universal principles I talk about all the time. It's simply pure physics. What you put out is what you get back. You started noticing you ha see, you actually took action. That's the key word. Yeah. We have to take action. We have to get things moving and then we can look and see and, and see, Hey, did it work for me? Do I feel better? Do I feel lighter? Am I sleeping better? Am I losing weight? Is my energy up? Is my gas and bloating down? Yes, it is. Okay. I'm going to keep doing more of that or no, it's not. Okay. I'm not going to do that, but now I'm not going to stop. I'm going to keep trying something else. And I'm here to tell all of you, if your health is not where you want it to be, if you're on medications right now, if you're overweight, if you're tired, if you're fatigued, you have that mental fatigue, you can't even come home and play catch with your son because you're so tired and you had to, you know, coffee and stimulate yourself and do like, you know, uh, Nick did with Red Bulls and crap like that, yeah. um, you know, then you it's like 
dude, I can't even tell you, like, I get so many people that call in. The point is, is that they're like, I've tried everything. I've, I've tried it all. I'm like, well, uh, have you tried uh, detoxing? And most of the time they're like, uh, no, what's that? Or maybe they had some, oh, yeah, I did a juice fast once. Well, how did you feel? Well, I felt crappy for a few days, but then I felt great. Um, did you do more of it? Uh, no. Why not? I don't know. Or, well, I didn't want to go through that shitty feeling again. Right? So they actually stumbled upon something, actually got some, some, some results, but they didn't go back to it. Either it was too expensive, they didn't want to go through that, 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 that you know, that, uh, that hurts reaction, you know, doing surgery without a knife where you have the night sweats, the fatigue, you know, whatever, those crappy feelings. As, as you change the internal train, you know, sometimes you start not feeling so hot as your body is evacuating all this trash and garbage on a chemical level or a toxic yeah. microscopic level out of your body, and they don't want to go back and do it again, right? That's why we have developed literally with our formulator products and, uh, and, and, and that will actually detox you gently without the huge, aka Hertz reaction or these detox symptoms. It is a gentle daily detox because the world is so polluted yes. today. We gently have to be, you know, uh, just detoxing ourselves every day. It's an insurance policy because that crap's always coming in and the air we breathe, the food we eat, you know, and personal care products, yada, yada, yada. That yada, yada, yada I got from Seinfeld back in the day, just so you know, <laughs> that's where it came from. All right, so let's go to step number two. How to unlock the health hero inside of you. So someone uh, who loves themselves first and by that action inspires others to do the same. So that is how to do this. You someone who love, you have to love yourself first and then by you loving yourself, that action will inspire others to do the same, right? So in my case, um, I always tell the story of, you know, people ask me years ago, who's, more, you know, Who's more important, you or your children? And of course, it was my kids. My kids are number one in my life. And most people will say that. Now, some people will say God comes first and then family and then yourself. And um, I've experienced what I've experienced that works for me. And it just works for me. Maybe it won't work for you, but it's worked for myself and thousands of other people is to teach people to put themselves first. Number one, it's the old adage. They tell you the plane's crashing, put your oxygen mask on first then take care of your child because if you're fumbling around and you're a little freaked out because you're not used to crashing in a plane uh, and you, you know and you you don't have you know it's not like you're you know Clint Eastwood in an old country western movie just sh shooting from the hip taking your time you you put the mask on yourself first and then you take care of the child so now if somebody asked me that question i would say i'm i'm more important i will still jump in front of a bullet for my kids i will take a bullet i'll do anything for my children but because i love my children so much I put myself first because I want my children to put themselves first. I lead by example, just like mama bear shows baby bear what, what to do. Where that, Hey, there's fish over here in the fall and there's berries over here and we eat this grass. And Oh, hey, there's a big male bear. We run. We get the hell out of there. Or if he comes, you, get, you take off and I'm going to fend him off, right? Mama bear teaches baby bear how to do things. And we've, we've kind of gotten away from that because – We've given away our responsibility, which was step number one, to other people, right? And we're letting little, you know, TV screens and stuff like that raise our kids and then daycares. And I'm not putting down parents because I, back in the day, I put my kids in daycares because why? Because society has forced us, both moms and dads, to go work to make ends meet. It's the dis dissembling of the nuclear family, right? The, dis the detachment of it. And a lot of times people sit down to have, you know, 
or not even having dinner together anymore. And if they are, they're on TVs and little computer screens and their phones and they're disconnected. And I see this all the time. I don't know about you, Nick, but when I go out to even restaurants and stuff, I literally saw a table of eight women and six of the eight were on, on their phones. They weren't even paying attention. So I'm like, dude, they're right in front of you. Your friends are right next to you. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that and all of them will be on their phone. Yeah. It's, so it's, it's not just children anymore. It's adults too. There's adults are sometimes worse. Yeah. Getting caught up in social media and stuff like that. And what people don't realize is all this social media stuff is just blowing out your adrenal glands. People are getting all fired up and, and worried about their social media account and all this stuff. And, um, and there's just a lot of negativity on there by design, just like the news. So Nick, what would you say to step number two, which is where someone needs to love themselves first. And that action inspires others to do the same. This is a, a big one to me because forever I had my kid at 17 and she really saved my life because my depression was so bad back then that I, I probably was 18, 19. I probably would have killed myself. Like I, my, it was very bad. And, you know, with her, I was able to, you know, I put her above everything. She is absolutely number one. She's my reason for being and all that. But for so long, I put my own health aside. I wasn't loving myself. I wasn't caring about myself. You know, I had some drug problems back in the past and overcame all that and was overweight, overcame that, was really unhealthy, unhealthy gut, overcame that. And it's it's really, like you say, it inspires everybody around you because I've seen a change in people around me. I've seen Lily, she's eating sprouts. She's eating healthier. She's taking the green 85. She's, she did the gut detox and talked to detox. And, yeah. I think I just saw yeah. her behind you for a second. Yeah, she, I'm, she's right here getting- Hi, Lily. Tim said hi. hi. <laughs> How old yeah. is- She's 12. Okay, cool. Yeah. So I, yeah, I finally put my health first, myself first, love myself. And it really has, it, it's helped her because I, I was doing, I wasn't setting a good example. I wasn't. And it took a while to realize, you know, what, like, you know, I'm trying to get her to do something. I'm just like, how can I get my kid to do something if I can't do it? Mm -hmm. You know, I face this with my dad, my dad, an alcoholic. And you know, my problems in the past. I'm like, how can I, I don't know how to overcome it. Cause I was never shown. I like, I hadn't, I didn't have that skill set. So it, I mean, that took a long time, a lot of effort, but. Well, and here you are, man. Yeah. Here you are. Yeah. Yep. Damn good. Damn good dad. And, and you're leading by example. And that's the only thing you can do because here's the deal is like our children are, they're going to choose their, their, their own, their own being, and they're going to choose their own path. All we can do is set an example. Yeah. Right. And then we, we have to support their decisions. You can't force them into doing yep. what you want to do. I remember you when I have to let them make their own mistakes. You yeah. have to let them make their own mistakes. That's one thing. My mom was, she, you know, very like helicopter parenty, you know, don't do that. Don't do that. Oh, you're going to burn the house down. Oh, you're going to get hurt. And, you know, I got to like 18, 19, 20 and I, I was felt so sheltered. I didn't know how to function right and do things I needed to do. You know, mm -hmm. so I, I really tried to like, put her in situations where she'd be uncomfortable, let her own make, make her own mistakes and learn from them. Cause that's, that's the best way you're going to learn is by making mistakes. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, actually showing them how to do it hands on. Yeah. Training, right? exactly. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta let them at least try. I always tell her, I want her to at least try first and then I'll help you. I don't, I don't want to just do something for you. I want to let you try it and then let me help you yeah. from there. It's almost like parents, like we should, it should be more like a, it, it's not a parent, it's a parenting, it should be an apprentice program, right? It's a yeah, skills, trying to, you're trying to you transfer skills, mm -hmm. right? 
and um, skills and knowledge. Did, like I had like I had like I grew up on a farm, and my dad like put me to work. Like I was younger than Lily there. Um, I remember one time. Now we had eight, an eight foot gate between our farm and the neighbor's farm, Orville and his and his wife, and my dad had an old, uh, I think it was like a 1970, 71 Ford three quarter ton pickup. It was white single yeah. cab, two wheel drive. And we had a trailer Small behind trucks. it, farm, farm, some farm, you know, 350 V V8 in there. And I'm 10. I can barely see over the, the dashboard. And my dad's like, mm-hmm. yeah, get in there and <laughs> just drive it, drive it over there. And then, uh, and I put it mm-hmm. in gear and I'm like driving. And then all of a sudden he's like, stop he's yelling and stuff like that and i stopped and and i had like driven the the car uh the pickup upside the post a little bit and dented his pickup mad he treated me like i mean my dad was hardcore dude like maybe not the best way to parent or whatever but um you know looking back for some reason i enjoyed it now i i I love that that i was kind of hardcore but it probably wasn't the best thing and i've tried not to do that with my kids you gotta find a balance walking that fine line of being a parent and being a friend and stuff like that is it's tough it's a constant like constant wobble back and forth on that one especially with me being a single dad her mom you know she's had issues recently you know she's just did a little time in rehab and all that so i've been single dad for quite a while now doing 99% of the work. So it's really hard to be that parent and also be that friend. Cause she's my best friend. We're, we're best friends and she's my kid too. So it's a hard line to walk sometimes, but good, man. I, I love every second of it. I wouldn't change it for anything. Yeah. So for the parents out there, much love. Um, if you're a parent, you know, if you've got a great relationship with your kids, kudos to you. If it's okay, uh, maybe it's time to, you know, dust things off and start working on yourself a little bit, improving yourself, being that change, inspiring uh, your kids. And then number three, here's the deal. If in the past, which technically doesn't exist because all we have is right now, right now, right now, we talk about that all the time. There is no such thing as the past or a future. Those are illusions. They don't exist. We literally have right now. What you're listening to when you're listening to Nick and myself right now, this is all you have. There's nothing else going on. Is it you can change the channel and something else will be gone, but you have now, right? That's all we really have. So, but if, if, if you have felt like you've been a failure as a parent, it's okay. It's okay. It's just, it's you're you're a decision away from changing all that decision. away. Don't be so hard on yourself because most likely your parents were raised in society and their parents. And it's just a trickle down effect. You can be the one that breaks the chain in that family up, up, upbringing in the way they're raising you don't have to beat the shit out of your kids right you don't have to be the alcoholic dad you don't have to be the mom that's on heroin that has you know four boyfriends come over and molest molest the kids right there's crazy stuff i was always worried about that one yeah all this stuff can all this stuff can change right now so don't beat yourself up look at it as contrast it's going to give you the fuel to really propel you forward to be that best version of yourself to unlock the health hero inside of you and be the best parent so right now we're going to take a quick break And when we get back, we're going to talk about following your highest excitement and how wonderful of a concept this is. And we'll show you how to, we'll break it down so you can implement it in your life, transform your life and unlock the health hero inside of you. We'll be right back. The average person today is carrying around six to 12 pounds of impacted fecal material and mucoid plaque in the small and large intestine. That's gross, but worse, it's super unhealthy. That is why we created Gut Detox Formula. This ancient 1,000-year-old formula from India gently micro-cleanses the intestines, removing all of that funk and gunk and junk 
that is destroying your health while leaving your good bacteria behind, which is part of your immune system. And there is no diarrhea like most gut detox products and it's made with the same chemical-free body promise, no stimulants, 100% nature, and always made in the USA. Get yours today at chemicalfreebody.com. What's up, Health Heroes? Tim James here. I'm back with my good friend, uh, Nick Creation. Um, and just, just so you guys know, that is, it's Romanian, right? Romanian. It actually means Christmas in Romanian. Christmas. So, yeah. so I'm Nick Christmas. Nick Christmas. Cool. Yep. Pretty awesome. Every time <laughs> yeah. I think of Romania, I think of Nadia Comaneci when she got that 10 in the Olympics back in the day when I was a little kid. I think it was in the 80s or something. I thought that was pretty cool. I always think about that when I think about Romania. What else? Romania, Romania is a beautiful place. Like, I really, I'd love to go there. Yeah. 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 It's like a classic architecture and stuff. Yeah. There's so many wonderful cultures around the world. Um, there is. People, you know, some people never get a chance to experience them. That's okay. But for those that have, it's, it's, it's cool too. I know I've, I've been around in quite a few places flown around quite a bit. I don't do so much anymore because I won't wear a mask and I won't allow somebody to swab my nose with anything right. that they put on there. I don't trust yeah. any of that crap. All right. Made so, peace with not flying. Yeah, it's, it's fine. I, you know, and I've never really been into a big money grab either, but now I'm just like, I'm going to help like a billion people unlock their health. And, you know, I should have enough money to at least do a timeshare on a jet with somebody. Um, but I want to get a jet that like, doesn't emit, you know, what we're going to, we're going to build a jet, Nick, that with free energy off, off the alert earth's electromagnetic field. There'll be no emissions. That'll be cool. I mean, you, you could, cause that's, you have to get it from the atmosphere and you're already in the atmosphere. So that's right, dude, it's, it's all around us. It's like literally like, it's like the force. It really is. It, it, yeah. It, there's a lot of stuff in Star Wars that I think plays to real life. It's yeah, it's pretty cool. Fascinating stuff. I don't like so much the new Star Wars movies. No, like that. No, They've kind of tossed trash them. But the old school ones, like when I was six, that's when they had Empire Strikes Back. And my cousin, we were in Rapid City, South Dakota, and we were going to go see Empire Strikes Back. And I was like kind of excited, but I'd never seen a Star Wars show before. But he was mm -hmm. all pumped. And I'm like, and we took his black Mustang which is pretty much typically the case. A kid, if you get a car or a truck in high school and you, you get the old rough body out of the, the junk heap and you're going to turn this into a beautiful car and completely remodel it, usually what ends up happening is all the budget goes into the engine and then you're left with a, a car that's unpainted. It might have some Bondo work done on it, but it was fast. So I remember this yeah. thing was kind of black. Yes. It was primered a little bit with some Bondo, but that thing was fast. So we went down there um rapid city south dakota and we saw empire strikes back and i was absolutely just amazed like again superhero mm -hmm. you know the the jedis and all that stuff that was super cool we actually went back and watched it again i think i was there for two weeks and by the way if anybody has a chance go to hip go to south dakota it's a super cool tourist trap you got the so oh man you got the dinosaur park on top of the hill there we had lightning strike in there it was really cool there was um reptile gardens there's uh uh Custer, the, the faces, right? Um, chief, chief, uh, what's that thing? Uh, oh man, I can't think of it. Little, little bighorn or something. I know it's another huge where they're not sure. been working on it forever, where they're, they're carving out the side of a mountain. Um, I think like a dude, uh, like an Indian or like a, some, some dude on a, on a, on a horse or something like that. It's really cool. Um, it's just a really cool place to be. There's lots of different things to go see. So, and you know, it's South Dakota is one of my favorite States because they, they haven't uh, had any restrictions. 
no restrictions and they just they're they're booming the in fact the governor um i'm christy Nome, i actually met her when i was at a conference a year or so ago in florida and she said south dakota is open for business and you know one of my friends actually left the state of washington because it's a shit show over here in that area um like oregon yeah. california West coast is lost the whole family up they went to south dakota they're happy as clams you just might have to get yourself some thick um socks and and uh, um uh, gloves because it does get a little cold there in the wintertime if you're not used no. to but, I'm, I'm in uh, northeast ohio so it's like 10 degrees outside right now or something yeah i'd rather be a little cold and free sometime of the year than you know warm and slave the cold okay. builds some character yeah all right so back to what it takes to unlock yourself to become a health hero let's unlock that health hero inside of you so step number three um this is someone who follows their highest excitement to the best of their ability every moment with, and here's the key word, no insistence on a particular outcome. So what does that mean? So for me, in 2018, I learned this concept. And this concept completely transformed my life. I don't have business plans anymore. I mean, I do write. I do have vision boards and stuff like that. But after I get it all done, I drop it and I just follow my excitement. So some people will say, oh, following your highest excitement, it, it might see because a lot of people are like, oh, you know, follow your dreams. And they're all bummed out. Like I, I've lost my dreams or follow your passion. That's been blown up a lot. Well, I'm not Pat. What do you, I'm not passionate about anything, but for some reason, for me, when somebody told me, follow your highest excitement, I was like, that kind of clicked for me. And I was like, excitement, which is joy. It's passion. It's kind of similar to the same thing. What, what gets you the most excitement? And um, I thought about that. I was like, wow, that's cool. So I started doing that. Now the goal as a human being is to follow your highest excitement to the best of your ability every single moment of every single day. And it takes time. It's like building a muscle because you have to have a, you have to be conscious of it, right? So what does that mean? So what it means is, is that when you get excited about something, and this doesn't have to be some big, huge, you know, career goal or whatever. It can be anything. It can be simply calling a friend on the phone, going for a bicycle ride, um, writing a letter to somebody, because all of that excitement is connected to all of the other things that excite you because they're all connected to what? You. Everything is connected to you. So what? I'll give you an example for me. Then, Nick, maybe you can share an example if you're doing this practice. Um, when you follow your excitement to the best of your ability, what you'll find out is that when you – Things that you used to not like to do that much, if you can find excitement in them because you know that you're attached to them and, and what is attached to you is like your daughter, your friends, your family, your kids, your relationship, your career, everything else is attached to you. So if you have to go clean the garage and you're all bummed out about it, because I was, because I had a whole lot of years of crap that I had to go through. And when we moved to the next place, I, we downgraded into like a 1960s house. It was still a nice house. It was all remodeled inside, but the garage was still old and mice could get into that house. And a lot of my stuff mice got into and I knew it. And I knew I had to not only go through all my stuff, but I probably had to clean mouse pee and crap off everything. So I did not want to do it. And it was just thinking about it lowered my vibrational frequency, right? Which affected the rest of my life. So finally, I thought, I, I heard this concept, like when you follow your highest excitement to the best of your ability and you go do something that you quote unquote, don't like to do, but you can turn it around and get excited about it and get excited about the process itself because you are part of that process, the faster it will go. 
and you will use it up faster. So I did this. I went in, I just started cleaning out this one little corner of the closet there. And I was like, afterwards I got, I was like that. I was like, damn, I feel good. Right. And then I cleaned out another section and then, th and then in the next day, more and more. And within a couple of weeks, I had the whole thing. I just did a little bit every day. I knocked it all out of the park. I had a, I actually had a fun doing it and it, it raised all the other boats in my life by doing it. So the key takeaway here though, is that when you follow your excitement to the best of your ability, it's this, it's the following sentence with no insistence on a particular outcome. That is so critical because you might be following your excitement and your joy, but then if you want to have some outcome and that outcome doesn't happen, what's that going to cause? It's going to cause frustration it's going to lower your vibrational frequency and it's going to affect all of those areas of your life because they're all connected to you and you just lowered it, right? So you can get excited. We just did this in group coaching, right, Nick? We did vision boards, right? And you yep. did vision boards. We can talk about that. And um, you do those vision boards, you get, you put them up, you know, what you're, what you're releasing in your life. That's not serving you the things that you're reaffirming that you're doing already that are good. And the things that you reinvent that you, things that you kind of want to vibrate into the type of person you want to be, right? You put yeah. those things up there and that's great, but then you drop them. The excitement of those things in this time space reality, this moment is great, but you, some of them, a lot of them will manifest, but some of them might not manifest and that's okay. It was the excitement of wanting to do them that got you down the road to another point in your life where you look to the left or to the right. And then maybe you saw something different that you didn't see before that actually has more excitement locked in it. But that excitement of that thing that no longer serves you, but you wanted it, got you to the point where you could have a different vantage point or perspective. So it will serve you. That's why it's critical to when you're following your highest excitement to make sure that you're doing it with no insistence on any particular outcome. So how has that played a role? Cause I know you've been around a while. You're one of our alumni in the group coaching community. How's that work for you? Yeah. I mean, it comes with a lot of things like clean, just cleaning the house for one thing is, you know, who wants to go clean the house? Like you said, but you know, when you, I think there's a, there's a specific type of yoga, I think, or something. I heard a guy mention it where basically you clean your house and you can't, it, you clean your house and it clean, it's like cleaning your head at the same time. It's like just your living space. But um, yeah, honestly, my highest excitement has been just helping people, making, you know, making people smile, making people happier. And, you know, right now that's helping people with their health because there's so many people that are unhealthy. Like there's so many people that are unhealthy and they don't even, they don't even realize how unhealthy they are. I, I didn't, I mean, I kind of knew after a while, but I didn't realize how unhealthy it was. You know, was it fun to switch from eating steaks and potatoes and all that stuff to eating salads all the time and all that and different nuts and, I mean, at first, no, but now I, I love it. I, I get so excited to wake up and clean my sprouts and sprout my nuts. And uh, it, I get so excited. It's, you know, first thing I wake up for work in the morning at 4.50 and I'm, I'm cleaning my sprouts. You know, I, I get so excited to wake up. Are you still doing the machine work? Yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, it, it pays you're the bills. For now, that's so. the beautiful thing about being a working class individual. You're actually using your hands and your effort. Yes. You actually are creating like that. something creating value right yep. now this is about you know unlocking your whole health hero but at the same time i have to mention that when our country got founded the founding fathers all were creators right they did things they had other jobs while they were doing that now today's i'll just say the politicians they don't know how to create anything they're they're full-time politicians and i think that's what we need to do we need working people like yourself to get back into office. That's what we have to do. We have to replace it with people that have a, a moral compass that actually do
do things and create things. That's another whole topic. Well, maybe have yeah. you back on. for a while. It's been like, you know, I work 10 hours, I come home and I'll, if, you know, I'll some podcasts, I work on my website, you know, make sure my kids all good and everything. And that's, I mean, that's my night, you know, I, yeah. I, I try to put at least two hours every night in the website or podcast or something. Yeah. That's you know, cool. truth from truth from the health, you know, working on the courses on that and all that. So cool. We'll talk about that. So yeah. Um, Nick has started his own podcast. Um, he's following his own excitement, has his own website. So, um, the, the website's called proclaim emancipation.com and it's the proclaim emancipation podcast. Um, where do you have it at? Is it like on iTunes? It's on Spotify and Apple podcasts right now. Spotify and Apple. And eventually we'll get on more, but yeah, that's those are two big ones. Some of the bigger ones. That's good. So by you following your highest excitement, you've actually, you know, and taking responsibility for your health and putting yourself first, you have transformed your health. You've lost 60 pounds. Um, you have energy. You don't have the anxiety and depression anymore. Um, you're being a good dad, setting a good example for your child. You have this awesome website you've built yourself, learned all that, and you have launched your own podcast to help other people do the same thing. So you've literally unlocked the health here inside of you. It's really cool. All right. So let's go on to step number four. So, when you unlock the health hero inside of you, you also have to understand step four, which is that you are, we are all connected. Yes. It's a very important concept to understand because, um, you know, I've actually studied it a little bit lately. I don't know. I don't know if it's called the particle theory, but it's like everything in the universe is actually one particle. It's like this microphone, your heart. We are all the same. They all come from the same source. Little blood vessels in my pinky toe. Every little thing is a part down to a particle, but that particle has like this unlimited speed, like the speed of light. People think that's fast. Well, think about how fast this would have to be with the particle theory. I believe I haven't looked it up, but it just makes sense to me. Um, I don't know if it is the particle theory. I have to go look that up, but it's that there's one particle in the universe and that's it. But that one particle is so infinitely fast. It is everywhere at basically almost almost at the same time it gives the illusion that it's in the same place at the same time which is kind of a trippy concept and if oh, it oh that's with the uh, quantum physics isn't it where it's like like a particle can be in two different places at the same time yeah but just imagine yeah. one particle creating the earth the moon the stars the, all the universe everything this milky way my little toe your heart all that stuff and it's all in the blood moving and it's like think about that so if you if you come from a quantum physics level then we are literally we are like literally connected like literally, yes, quantum entanglement, you know, that stuff. If, if that's too big of a, you know, thing for you to swallow right now, maybe you're not at that level. I want to swallow it. Like I've been so open right. lately because I've, you know, I went from, you know, redneck with my head in the dirt, you know, thinking that, you know, vegetarians were idiots um, to, you know, pretty much every, you know, this one lady said, Tim, you're a living light being. And I'm like, what? And I'm like, this lady's woo woo crazy. Well, yeah, we are. We are electrons. And where do those come from? Photons from the sun, capture and leaf of a plant, create electrons. We eat them. Yeah, we're electrons. We're electric beings. EKGs. Beep, beep, beep. You know, when you go to the hospital and they hook you up to that EKG machine and measure your heart. Beep. You know, beep. That's an electrical impulse. That comes from electrons. So we literally are electrical light beings. It's pretty trippy. All right. So maybe you don't get to that level. But let's think about this. Let's think about a whole school of fish in the ocean. And, and you see them, it's amazing, or starlings or the birds, and they all, they kind of move together, right? And you've also heard of, that's that's amazing to me, right? But we're, there's also things like um, symbiotic relationships, like ants and aphids, 
as an example. Mm-hmm. Bees and flowers and bees and trees. Well, guess what? Those bees pollinate the, the plants, and then who eats those plants? Oh, we do. Mm-hmm. So we have a symbiotic relationship with the plants and the bees, and the plants have a symbiotic relationship with the dirt and the soil and the water, and we're made of mostly what? What's our body mostly made of, Nick? Water. Water. Where do you find water? Nature. Everywhere. We are nature. We are not living in nature. We don't live with nature. We are an expression of nature. We are nature. Our body has composed of minerals. Where do you find those, Nick? The ground. The soil. Anywhere. It's nature. Nature. We are nature. We humans are connected to every living creature on this planet. Every living creature. And this is why, um, uh, like the Dalai Lama uh, over in Tibet, as an example, Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if you've seen them. There was a movie I watched on him and they were building a new building and they were digging stuff up. And he noticed that when they were digging up, they were killing earthworms. And he was like, whoa, 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 hold on here. We can't do this to the earthworms. We're connected to them. They do a job. They go through, they filter the soil. They create the holes for aeration. You know what? Like, think about it. It's your high school. Do you remember every once in a while they would they would take that machine and they, those little round, like make those little clumps, like those little turds that would go in and then make the little air, it aerate the holes. Yeah. yeah. Right. Break up and those little clumps would be there for a while. We don't need a machine. We got these things called worms. They do it. Nature is perfectly built. We don't need to touch it. It's working great. And it's, and it's getting better and better. It's a self-organizing principle. Right. So I think that's where we mess up is when we try to recreate nature which is all what that's just seems what science is trying to do today. They're trying to recreate nature when we have yeah. everything we yeah, already we'll need. Talk about chemtrails, maybe and that kind of stuff. I'm going to actually try to get a guy on that actually reached out to me, the guy that owns, and this is a little preamp. If you guys have not seen this show, um, you can see uh, it's called Franken skies. Just go to yeah. frankenskies.com. Yep. You can watch the show. It's it'll just wake you up oh, to yeah. how bad the chemical pollution is and why you need to have a chemical free life and the chemical free yes. body. If you want to live today. And have a quality of life and not, you know, end up a diseased ridden individual going into a broken medical system. Okay. So back to the Dalai Lama and these earthworms, right? And by the way, the genome project showed that we have about the same amount of uh, genes as that so-called lowly earthworm. So we're not, we're not that special. I mean, actually we are super special and the earthworms are special, but we're the same. See that genome project like, Oh, human beings must have a million, million genes and, Earthworms only have like 20,000. It's about the same. We have about 20,000. So do they. So we are so connected. So the Dalai Lama said, look, we can no longer put this foundation in if we're going to hurt these earthworms. So I want you guys to dig it out by hand very carefully. So all the workers, when they dug the dirt out to pour the foundation, they had to do it very carefully by hand, taking the soil apart, and they didn't kill any more earthworms. Think about that. If we had that level of consciousness yeah. just forget about i mean the worms but just for your fellow man for, for everything God's every living thing everything because we're all connected and we'll talk more about this then because that's step six but um that i just thought that was a really cool concept but we get so caught up well, i'm so busy and i don't have time and blah, blah, i don't have time for this it you know life is going if you don't get this stuff handled life has a way of um, you know, smacking you in the back. Forcing you. Yeah. Not forcing you, but let you know, letting you know. 
it will, it's a very stern teacher. So is nature. Ever go out in nature, you'll find out. I've been caught in a monsoon once. Okay. So um, we were talking about that we know that everything is connected. So somebody that wants to unlock the health hero inside of us, having that resonance and understanding that everything is connected. And if you've lost that connection, that is a scary place to be, but you might have unconscious incompetence. You might not even know that you're there. So I really want you to get this point. And if you don't feel connected with nature, if you don't feel even connected to other people at this point in time, maybe you feel isolated and alone, you have to understand that you, you are always alone, but you're also never alone. Yep. You are completely connected. The easiest way I found to reconnect and to, 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 to nature is to simply go out into nature, get rid of your cell phone for a while, ditch it, just drive up somewhere in the woods. And if, you, if you're in the city, go to the park, try to find a quiet place. And just sit there and just don't do anything. Just yep. chill out. Clear your mind. The best thing that will happen to you is a bug will crawl across a piece of grass. If you start watching the grass and stuff, you'll start seeing little bugs and things doing stuff. You'll see, hey, there's a lot going on here. Mm-hmm. I never saw all this stuff. Then a, then a fly lands. And then instead of like swatting the fly and get out of here, you dirty bastard. You're like, hey, Fred, how's it going? Start having a conversation with him. You will like some of you are literally going to shit your pants like because I, I, I've started doing this stuff and like put my finger out and the fly climbs up on my freaking finger and he's like hanging out and he's like cleaning his, you know, doing his thing. And he's like chilling. And I start building. I literally start building a connection with a damn fly. <laughs> and it's just like it's so cool or a ladybug or you could just watch a, a bee land on a flower and go about its work and understand what do those bees do really well and ants do really well. They take action. And what you put out is what you get back. They work their butts off. They get out there, they take action, and they, they're doing that because they want to survive. They want to thrive. They want to evolve. They're, they're building, they're putting the honey away and getting the pollen so for winter, and they're taking care of the queen and growing their colony so they can continue to do all those things I just spoke about. Pretty important. So if you want to unlock the health hair inside of you, you have to understand that you are connected to everything. Everything. Every human all being. All the golden rule. Everything. Golden rule. Treat like comment on that, Nick. Uh, golden rule. You got to treat everyone else like you want to be treated. And like, seriously, just, just see it as you are that person because you are, you, you are everyone. So treat someone else as, you know, obviously you have to love yourself first. Cause if you don't love yourself, you're going to treat other people like crap. So, mm-hmm. you know, love yourself and then love everybody just like you love yourself. You know, just do things for someone that don't expect it just because you know that you would like that, you know? Yeah. Just a little thing. So many little things would, would the, the ripple effect that we talk about it. Yeah. All, all it takes is sometimes some little positive changes, little positive actions that start a, you know, a big wave, you know? Yeah. And if there's anybody listening today, because I get about two, maybe three, four, sometimes four calls. Of, uh, there's more now, obviously, because of the whole COVID sham deal. But um, uh, people that are, if you're, if you're listening and you're suicidal or you know somebody that's suicidal, the quickest way out of this is to go help somebody else. That's the quickest way to get yourself out of depression. I mean, besides drinking the water, you know, taking our products and exercising, those things do help. But the quickest thing is just go help an old lady uh, take her bags or groceries to her car or across the street, like literally um, shoveling the walk for somebody. It's the wintertime right now. Just grab a freaking shovel and just, hey, um, uh, you know, um, Marie, Hey, I noticed that we got a foot of snow. Um, would you mind if I shoveled your walk? Oh, well, I, 
I don't have any money for that. I'm on a limited income. Oh, I'm not going right. to charge. It's my pleasure. I just want to I just want to help you out. Like you're my you're you're my neighbor. You're my friend. I want to help you. Really? Are you sure? Oh no, it's not a problem, Maria. I'd love to shovel your walk. And you go out there and you shovel that walk. I freaking guarantee you. Hey, may, maybe it is hard work. But when you get done, you're going to have so much self-satisfaction and it's going to increase the serotonin, like literally on a chemical level, you're going to feel like you're floating on cloud nine, you know, do more for you than any amount of money. Yeah. Just their their smile, their happiness, their appreciation. Yeah. Yeah. And then go treat yourself. Go take a hot bath and throw some Epsom salts in it. Right. And relax. Right. Magnesium. Bask in the, in the, in the light of you, you know, helping your fellow man. What a wonderful thing to do. Okay. So we're going to take a quick break. And when we get back, we are going to get into why you would want to have a chemical-free life and maintain a chemical-free body to unlock the health hero inside of you. We'll be right back. Turmeric has been used for thousands of years all across India and Southeast Asia and is one of the best anti-inflammatory compounds on earth. Now you can get these incredible benefits with the new chemical-free body turmeric 100 liquid drops. This ethically sourced breakthrough solution absorbs over 100 times better than regular turmeric products, eliminating the need to add black pepper. Turmeric 100 helps against inflammation and pain and is made with the same chemical-free body promise. No stimulants, 100% natural, and always made in the USA. Get yours today at chemicalfreebody.com. What's up, Health Heroes? Tim James here. I'm back with my personal uh, friend and client, Nick Creation. And um, we were just talking about how important it is to understand that we're all connected to each other and every living creature on this planet. Like, literally, we are so connected. And everything, action that we take affects everything else and everybody else. So now we're going to go on to step five on how to unlock the health hero inside of you. So how do you do that? Well, a health hero, uh, you, you want to live a chemical-free life and you want to maintain a chemical-free body. So what does that mean? So I'm just going to let you take this one, Nick, and then okay. I'll follow yeah. That's I got a bunch for this one. So, <laughs> cool. I mean, first, you know, dropping all the energy drinks, getting sugar out of your life because so many of these sugars, are they're just chemicals, you know, artificial sugars and all that. But there's chemicals in so many places that you wouldn't expect, like your shampoo, your deodorants you know, laundry detergent, you know, the air you breathe, you know, the candles, stuff like that. People don't think about stuff like that. It's, you know, candles release all this soot and carbon and formaldehyde into the, into the air. That's, that's affecting you. Um, all the different vapes that are out there now. And of course, cigarettes, alcohol, like you don't, they don't have to say what's in alcohol. We don't know what's in these alcoholic beverages, but yeah, the, those are big, biggest things I did was get uh, good natural shampoo, natural uh, body wash from hundred percent pure. I love their products. They're great. You know, got my kid with on those two, um, aluminum free deodorant and not just your, your Tom's that has, you know, I think it was, uh, they sold out. It, yeah. They got some like, they got th- like three or four different chemicals that are terrible, but, uh, you gotta, you gotta really start reading they labels. Colgate, by the way. Okay. Yeah. Look it at the toothpaste. Good, it was a good company. And then they sell the two big company and then in comes the crap because that Tom's was doing well. Why? Because they started putting things on the shelf that were natural, that were actually from nature. People want that. It's a huge demand. And they started taking up shelf space. That doesn't work for the big retail. They don't don't like that. They gave them a big check and they slipped their crap in there. All right, keep going. Yeah. Uh, Another, um, what was it? Oh, your toothpaste. Go look at your toothpaste because 
almost assuredly there's sorbitol in it. And sorbitol is this artificial sweetener that they don't even have to say that it's a sweetener. It's just what it is. You know, I, I saw, first saw it in, um, in by, you know, that's supposedly antioxidant, whatever. And I was like, Oh, this looks good. And then I, I didn't know what sorbitol was. And I finally looked it up. I'm like, Oh, okay. It's just an artificial sugar. You know, there's, there's so many different types of artificial sugars and sweeteners out now that you really have to basically what I've got to the point is if I don't know what ingredient the ingredient is, I'm looking it up. And also another rule I go by is if there's X's, I mean, this is very arbitrary, but if you, if there's X's and Z's in there, probably shouldn't be putting it on your skin or eating it. <laughs> weird, weird ass names. Let me sh share something. Yeah. So sorbitol as an example is um, now just for you listening or your ask your, ask your children this, would you rather have, maple syrup or sorbitol would you rather have honey and i'm going to give you all there's a bunch of different names for sorbitol would you rather have honey on your on your your bread or would you like to have d sorbitol would you like to have dates or would you like to have 50-70-4 <laughs> blue number 40 red number six cinnamon yeah. or would you rather have e420 or d glucitol those are all names for for this this sugar carbohydrate, these alcohol sugars. Yeah. What are they called? Uh, polyols or something. Um, they're just commercially manufactured uh, from corn syrup, and we know that the corn has been genetically modified, which produces formaldehyde because the plant's metabolism is disrupted. And um, I, I don't unless you unless you like embalming yourself and your children ahead of the game. So it's like you want the uh, the undertaker uh, the more. Mm -hmm easy yeah. job you know when you finally do decide to take your last breath and yeah have some sorbitol all right keep going man what is it like yeah. to have a chemical free life and a chemical free body i mean it's 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 amazing really it, I, for lack of a better it's just amazing like i never knew i could feel this good i never knew i could have this much energy you know going from having to sleep 10 sometimes 12 hours a day and still waking up tired feeling like crap going about my day and just feeling crappy and now i can sleep four hours i mean i'd get like at least six to eight but if i can sleep four hours and i feel like i can wake up and i'm good you know i, I can go all day it's just and not having to need energy drinks you know i had that feeling where like, i need energy drinks and i don't so it's, you know. it's almost like you know like think about this guys for the health out there listening think about this nick and i we both well like, let's say nick we'll just take you as an example you drop 60 pounds of baggage like all this unnecessary weight you were packing that shit around mm -hmm. and it was burden right Oh yeah. Okay. My knees now, hurt. My feet hurt. Ankles hurt. All that right. stuff. On a cellular level, people have the same thing going on. Even if you're not overweight, even if you are so-called healthy, you might look healthy. I know well over 80% of you, even if you have a six pack abs, you have a cellular body burden and it's these chemicals. And don't take my word for it. Or Nick's word for it. I always tell people, go look this up when the show's over three words. And you type them into your browser, umbilical, umbilical cord, cord chemical, chemical, three things, umbilical cord, chemical. You'll see all the, there's a whole bunch of studies, right? It shows that newborn babies and young mothers, when they test the umbilical cord blood, the healthiest of all of us, which they should be because they're young and vibrant. They have over 180 cancer causing chemicals already in their system. 212 cause developmental and brain disorders. And they're only looking for 400 chemicals. Yeah. Those are just the ones they tested. Just the ones they're looking for. Right? So these are, Scientists, researchers, and doctors refer to these as a body burden. 
Just like the burden of Nick carrying around an extra 60 pounds and me carrying around an extra 42 pounds on a cellular level, just imagine every little cell in your body and it's got a backpack full of freaking chemicals on it and the backpacks mesh and the chemicals are leaching into its back. Okay. And it's packing that shit around. Right. On top of that with your gut all clogged up and you can't even get rid of it all. It's just right. building up, building up, building up. So having a chemical free life is about recognizing this and having an awareness that every freaking cell in your body and every fat cell and every blood cell and every you know fat tissue and muscle tissue and your brain cells are, are, are carrying around these backpacks of this toxic body burden. And the older you are, the longer you've had to bioaccumulate these toxins from the air you breathe, the water you drink, the food you eat, the clothing that you wear that's non it's, it's synthetic. It's non-natural. A lot of polyester out there. You know, the, the, like you were saying, all this other stuff, the, the paint's off gassing in the house. And you have, if for those of you that are plugging laminate in. Laminate floors. Yeah, laminate floors. MIT, uh, Dr. Seneff said, you know, shows that's directly linked to, uh, um, uh, uh, I'm not getting, I'm getting my little dementia moment. It's linked to um, uh, autism in children. Like your children are crawling around on the floor, little babies, they're getting these toxic chemicals, the Glade air fresheners, you know, these potpourri, the hand sanitizers, all these things are polluting you and your, your cells. And this is why Nick feels so damn good right now, because he got the awareness and he did what he took action. It wasn't even just all at once. Like I really did that stacking the cards in the deck of the health. It was one thing at a time, you know, taking, you know, replacing my shampoo and then replacing my body wash and then replacing my deodorant, replacing some of the foods I eat, you know, totally cutting out dairy and all the crap that's in there, all the sugars and, you know, just, you know, going step by step. And it gets to the point where I am now where it just feels, it's just natural. It's just how it is now. There's no, there's no real trying to be healthy. It's just what I do. And don't you enjoy it too? It's like just knowing that you're not putting that shit in your body anymore and knowing that you're like, you're doing things like taking saunas and drinking lots of water and moving your body to get it out. It's like a, such a good feeling. Cause like, you now have awareness, you're actually taking action. You feel better. You're getting the results. And for me, it's like every time I wash my body with this handmade soap, that's non-toxic, it's literally edible. It's got essential oils and shit in it. Like frankincense and myrrh is the one I like the most. I just love that earthy flavor. And it's got, he puts little things in there that like, like little scrubbers, I don't know, exfoliators or whatever too. And it's like, you know, I just wash my body with, that's all I have, man. I have a bar of soap. Yeah. That's it. That's my bath routine. I do my hair. I do everything with it. And this soap's so good. Some ladies tell me that all they need is that bar of soap. Other ladies still say they, they still do their shampoos and their other stuff, but they get them from healthier companies. And the other thing is not like you smell it. You just like, God, it smells so good. Yes. Before you weren't thinking about, it, you're just like, you know, pumping the shit out, you know, or whatever. And you're putting in these big corporation stuff. They don't care about you. They don't give a no. damn. You and a lever and all them. It's all, it's all about shelf space. It's all about, you know, um, making sure that their products can stay on the shelf long enough because, you know, and that's the, that's the thing about nature. Nature's a self-regenerating mechanism. And it's, it's, it's a lot harder for companies to make things, keep them close to nature and not bastardize them, but it is possible. And you have to pay sometimes a little bit more. Sometimes you pay less yeah. eating lower on the food chains, actually have way save money and you're going to mm -hmm. save your life. And, you know, it's a lot, a lot cheaper than chemo, right? So, all right. So having a chemical-free life, this means we want you to take care of your air. We want you to really think about your freaking air. You breathe 20,000 breaths a day. Wouldn't it make sense to get your air right? Cracking your windows at night's a good step. 
we have um, the HealthMate Plus. It's a super awesome air purification system. It has 15 times the amount of carbon in it. That's under our products tab. It's there for you guys. It's, it's like an industrial deal you can put in your house. It's awesome. It's the best one I found. Um, we want to make sure that you got your water right. Your body's mostly made of water, as Nick said earlier. We want to make sure that your water is clean. And if you're in the city, that water needs to be restructured, right? And drink a lot of it. And, and drink a lot of it. Was it half your body weight in fluid ounces? Yep. So if you're yeah. 200 pounds, that means you want 100 ounces a day. If you're a 100-pound person, that's 50 ounces a day. And if you live in a hot, arid climate, or if you're running a lot and you're a triathlete, you need to bump it up a little bit. That's water. It's a pretty important thing. So if we can get your air right and your water right, these are two major inputs, right? And then we then we talk about sleep. Sleep's number three behind water. And then the food, making sure your food's clean. No, you know, no GMOs, no um, you know, hybridization, no pasteurization, no irradiation like they do with potatoes and de-sputting. They nuke them, you know, things that are boxed yeah. and all this stuff. I search hard for good potatoes. Yeah. Yeah, you want to get you just want you just go to nature, like go to your local farmers market, support those people, talk to them, ask them, do you use pesticides and stuff? Are you organic growing? And it, a lot of them will tell you it's like we stopped using the organic label. And why? Because they said nobody would come out and inspect us. But the more we made, the more they wanted to take and they made us fill out a bunch of paperwork. Yeah, like they don't really inspect anything. Right. And, and now today I know that USDA organic label is kind of um it's it's really compromised. I mean, they, they still yeah, it doesn't really mean anything, does it? Fifty chemicals. It's better than the conventional PLU sticker, starting with a yes. four, which could have tons of them in there. So you know, it's it's the best thing. So the best thing is to grow your own stuff at yes. your home for pennies, like the most nutritious food on the planet. That's why we're into sprouting. We have an episode back. I can't remember what ep- number it is, but it's called "Increasing Sprouting Through Nutrition." Maybe I can look it up while we're. I think it's episode forty-seven or forty-eight. I'll look 47. Yeah. So you want to get fresh fruit. So talk to those farmers um, in the farmer's markets and, and just ask them and say, how do you, you know, how do you raise these things without pesticides? What do you do? And how do you take care of your soil? How do you remineralize the soil? Do you use permaculture, which is the best um, and find out what they're doing, build a relationship with them and then go give your money to them. Give them yeah, those, pay those, the extra those, those farmers. It. They're doctors. The doctor, who are doctors? Doctors, if you look up the Latin root word, it's teacher. It's teacher. And that's what we want to do. We want to teach you guys how to fish, basically, right? Taking 100% responsibility for your health. Um, I'm going to look up this, um, find out which one it was. Which episode did you say you thought it was? I think it's 47. Okay. Yeah, number one thing to get started with uh, food growing is just start with sprouts. That's what, I mean, that's what I started with. I, I haven't actually grown much in the soil at all, but I'm going to start definitely this spring. I'm really excited to start growing this spring, but sprouts are, they're so easy to grow inside. Even in the winter, just get some jars, you know, soak the seeds, pour them in, rinse them twice a day. Did you watch say, them grow? What episode did you say? It was 47. 48. 48. I was Sprouting increases your nutrition up to 800%. Oh, that's no big deal. Hey. Hey, um, Billy Bob, would you like to increase your nutrition up to 8%? Nah, I'll just eat a Twinkie. I like feeling overweight and tired and sluggish. I don't like having a good life. There's literally been people like that. I'm like, I'll give you some sprouts. They're like, no. I'm like, okay, I guess I can't force you to take it. You know? No, you can't. You just, unfortunately, what I've, you know, and Nick's probably going to get into sprout growing. I actually grew sprouts, wheatgrass and sunflower sprouts and pea sprouts and a bunch of them. We were delivering them to 40, 50 cancer patients a week for five and a half, six years in the Portland, Vancouver metro area. I got, 
the unfortunate thing, not probably our listeners because our listeners have a much higher conscious our consciousness on this ch channel is so much higher than the, the general population. Those people need us to continue to be the light, right? We need to be the light in the room, right? And unfortunately, the lighthouse in the middle of the storm. Exactly. Unfortunately, most people have to have a huge wheel fall off and have a scare before they'll take action. And some of them, even after that happens, they could get a stage four cancer diagnosis. They still won't change. And a lot of times they do it out of fear or their ego's too big and they fear that ego, man, that ego has been building up for years and it's got to defend itself. All right. Um, well, that's pretty, pretty awesome. All right. So let's go to step number six, how to unlock the health hair inside of you. Well, as you're doing all this stuff, um, you're going to notice that you need to become a defender of public health. That's it. And you do that by be, be first becoming a defender of your own health right? Which was step number one, taking 100% responsibility for your health. And then step two, putting yourself first, right? So becoming a defender of public health. What is that? Go ahead, Nick. Uh, it's standing up for what's right. The real health, you know, methods, natural medicine, eating real foods, drinking real water, for, you know, clean water, all it's, it's yeah, it's uh kind of blank in here, but well, that's you're exactly yeah. right. You're exactly yeah, right. What you just said number one is when you defend, you become a defender of public health, you defend your own health, yeah. you take yeah. your own self, you put in the good water, you breathe the good air, you start changing industry by changing where you put your money, right? Instead yeah. of giving this company over here a bunch of money that's polluting you and polluting the planet and the bugs and everything, um, and not helping you and your kids. You give it over here to a smaller company that's has a moral compass that actually is trying to do something right. Yeah. Now, if that company gets too big for their britches and they sell back to one of these big companies, then you can't give them any money anymore. Sorry, but people are a little slow on this stuff because they, oh, you know, Tom's a main sold to Colgate. That's no big deal. Most people don't even know. They have yeah. no clue. I didn't even know that. I just never recognized that they changed the ingredients. The only, yeah, the only way you're going to know is if you continue to read the ingredients. You have yeah. to continue to read the ingredients. Yeah. And unfortunately, we That's found out super important. that even with that, nowadays, they are actually with the labeling laws because they have all these corrupt bastards um, in politicians and stuff like that, these scumbags. They're getting laws passed where they can actually change what's in the ingredients and they don't even have to change it on the labels. Yeah, that's that's Insidious. sick. That's Insidious sick. What's going on. That's so sick. we hey, we don't want to live in fear. That's not what we're all about over here. A lot of times when we bring this stuff up, it's just kind of shock value to wake people up, but it's the truth, right? Yeah. You have to recognize it and then overcome it. It is what it is. Okay. Thank you for creating the contrast. I will not give you one penny. I will create industry. You guys have to understand that you might not be, your vote doesn't count anymore in the elections until we go mm -hmm. back to paper ballots and hand counted ballots. We should have an election day, national holiday, the votes should all be paper. It should all be counted all in one day. We should get our children involved in the process. They should be down there counting, you know, with, with, and it used to be like in the 1960s, a bunch of old people would count them all up and they were done. Now it's like so confusing. It's like, it's, it's, How is this? we have the technology to make it supposedly easier, but yeah, the technology with everything, this is for everything. Technology was supposed to make everything better for us and it has made it inf infinitely more complex. I'm all for technology, but I think with voting, we need to go back old school, hand counted paper ballots and everybody takes, and does that. All right. Definitely. So as a defender of public health, here's my take on it. Number one, you defend your own health. 
you become a strong individual. You raise your consciousness. You're, you understand that every time you spend a dollar that you're either, you're either destroying yourself and, the, and building up some other crappy company or you're improving yourself and the planet and, and helping a company that has a moral compass. Really think about that because that's where your vote counts. You vote with your freaking dollars. The other thing you can do um, besides being an example is now take action. You need to become an activist. And a lot of people don't know how to do this and they're scared and because they've never done it before. We haven't yeah. had to do it. But that was something I was iffy about for a little bit. Yeah, it freaks people out because they don't know. It's like it's new. It's like a new concept. It's like it's almost like, hey, Tim, you have to or Nick, you have to, you know, it's in high school and and you're in speech class and you have to give a speech in front of everybody. You're like, ah, I don't like this. I hate it. You know, it's freaking scary. And when survey people said that, like, they would rather be the Paul uh, would rather be in the casket than the pallbearer, like literally. Like pe- that means that people would rather be dead than to give a this public talk. Like Jeez. literally, it's like just kill me. Like I don't want to give a t- talk. So we have this this fear, and fear lowers our immune system. That's number one. We cannot live in fear. You have to drop that fear. It's false yep. evidence appearing real. Bullshit. It's just we have all we have is. I've right- never heard that. I like that. Yeah, false, false evidence, appearing, evidence real. appearing real. That's I all like it that. is. So when you're a defender of public health. Not only are you a living, breathing example, but you also are an activist. You have to get out there because that's where we're at today. Now, if you guys look at the timeline, and and Nick knows this because we're going to be talking right now about you guys joining the Truth, Freedom, and Health movement, truthfreedomandhealth.com. That is something that I'm very passionate about. I'm one of the leaders in with Dr. Shiva Ayadure. Uh, Nick's a leader in the program. And so what what you do is basically – you get educated. You come into the program and you get educated and we start building up your so you can articulate these things. But it doesn't matter because everybody has a unique thing that they can do. And it doesn't have to be that much. You don't have to go out and give speeches or do any of that. Some people might need to you're really good at bookkeeping and doing that kind of stuff. We need those types of people. We need sure. people with all skill sets. Some will be behind the scenes. Some will lead from the front. Some will be in the middle doing both. It doesn't matter. And, it, and a lot of people won't want to do this stuff because they're like, I'm so busy. You know, we're trying to make ends meet and the kids, mom and dad and all this stuff going on. We get that. But if we don't start carving off at least 10, 15 minutes a day to move into activism and helping with the movement and uniting working people, we are screwed. We are screwed. And, and, and nothing's going to change. And the reason why you're in that situation where both mom and dad have to go out and work and the kids and everybody's sick and overweight and all this stuff is going on and, you know, and all the suicides and the middle class is getting wiped out and, and business owners are going out of business is because we've gotten fat, dumb and lazy. You know, when I played baseball, man, growing up and I loved major leagues and I, I loved it. Like when Mark McGuire hit all the home runs and yep. And all that stuff broke that stuff for those times. And and then Barry Bonds did it. It's like, dude, I love watching Barry Bonds when he was like hitting the bombs. Like, dude, that guy, like, it was like every time he was up, you're like, oh, Barry Bonds is up. Gotta watch. If you're a baseball player uh, Mm -hmm. and you understand, it's like watching that, that son of a bitch hit the ball was amazing. Like, he would stand there and guys are throwing the ball at 90, 100 miles an hour. And if it's an inch outside, he won't even flinch. And as soon as it came into Will's house, he just teed off on it. I don't care if he was doing steroids or not. To be able to have that discipline and hit the ball like he did, it was amazing, right? So yeah. I was, as you can tell, I was really into it. I played baseball at a high level for 30 years. I liked watching the 49ers. I was a big Joe Montana fan, Jerry Rice, all those guys, uh, Roger Craig. I was into it. There's nothing wrong with that stuff. But when we get so distracted 
that fantasy football becomes our God and we allow our city council and our, and our, and our mayors and people in the student council and these student boards and stuff like this to start passing laws that infringe on our, on our constitutional rights. We have a problem, Houston. Okay. We have got a big problem and we need good, decent people to get up off of their ass and start taking action again. And we need all, and we get enough of you, enough of us out there. Some of them are going to start running for office in every single state. We should have somebody running for governor, senator, secretary of state, especially because of that's where the voting happens. We should have people running for for uh, like student, even in high school. If you're, everybody should be running on the Truth, Freedom, and Health platform. And now in the beginning, we went run to win because the yeah. system's so corrupt. But eventually, we get the movement out there, and eventually, we will. We have to, our founding fathers all worked. They used their hands. They created things. They they actually did something. They created value, and that's how the universe works. You either grow and contribute, or you go away. That's how it works in nature, and that's how the universe works. So, what are politicians doing today to grow and contribute? They can't create anything. They don't know how. You put them out there. Nick's a machinist. He goes out and he machines things and tools and parts that are actually used, and it creates value, right? I educate people. I help people with their health. We provide products and services to help people boost their immune system, take back their health. We're providing value, right? That's how you contribute. Politicians yep. do not know how to contribute today. They're just a lot not- of businesses and people out there are not creating any value. They're creating the opposite of value. Exactly. Rotting so things have away. To become defenders of public health. Um, you, you can simply do what I did yesterday. I'm up here visiting. I'm in, uh, in Sandpoint, Idaho. We drove over to Ponderay, which is like a sister deal. It's like, I don't know, 2000 people live there a thousand or so. it's a real small town. And I think Sandpoint's got 9,000, but there's a busy intersection. I went out there with my truth, freedom and health flag, stood out there for an hour or two, waved the flag. People are honking. Got a couple people stopped by. I talked to them, gave them business cards from the movement. Here's the flyer. This is working people uniting, right? So why do we want to do this? Um, we want to do this because it works, okay? The entire And we're going to wrap up here. So for the entirety of time on this planet, there's been the haves and the have-nots, the elites and the slaves, basically, if you want to call them that. It should be the slave, the slave rulers, the overlords. Let's call them overlords, the overlords and the slaves. Now, at one point in time, there was the feudal system, and all of a sudden, the kings were like, okay, we're going to give you land, but then they would take 70% of whatever you made. It's just another yeah. form of slavery, guys. Indentured, severed, basically. Yeah, it's just like you're still a freaking slave, okay? And if you want to be a freaking slave, then don't do anything. Just sit back on your thumbs, be fat, dumb, and lazy. Let them steal your health. Let them steal the safety in the streets. Let them take, let them take your money, which I'll talk about too in a minute. And, and you just be your slave. And who the hell wants to be a damn slave? I know I don't. Nope. So, so what happened was unbelievable. In 1776, the 13 colonies, we fought and we bled and we got the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. We had the freedom of speech, the Second Amendment. These things, this has never happened in the history of humanity. There was actually a small section of people on the planet that were free, and it was an amazing thing. And it was just like a gunshot that went, a sound went all over the world, just kaboom, right? And people started hearing about this and talking about it, and that's why for so long, everybody wants to come to America. When I've been to third world countries and you talk to them, they want to go to America. That's where everybody yep. wants to go because we have things that you don't have in these other places. You don't have the freedom of speech. You don't have the second amendment. You can't just do what you want to do. You, there's crazy shit going on in other, in other places in the world, right? 
So we broke free, but the British from the British, but a lot of those British elites, the AKA, AKA blue bloods stuck around here in the States and they worked their way into politics and in big business. And by the late 1800s, early 1900s, industrial revolutions going on. And it was back to slave wages, slaves. We were slaves again. We were moms and dads and children were all working in these factories in these cities and they were getting slave wages and working 10, 12 hours a day, right? And killing themselves. And the quality of life was terrible. You could actually go to work and you could get injured. You could die at work. Imagine that going to work and you go to work with your husband and, um, and your child and your child gets killed at work and you can't do shit about it. There's no recourse. There's no suing. There's nothing. That's just the way it was. Think yeah. about that. PR, not too long ago, guys, 100 years ago or so, that was happening, okay? It was happening to uh, people just like us, the working class, slaves, okay? It's happening in China right now. We've been slaves forever until 1776. Small pocket of people are free. And by the late, 18, late 1800s, early 1900s, we're, we're slaves again, okay? But what happened was is a bunch of pissed off women started a bottoms up movement. No different than when the colony said enough. We're going to fight you bastards and we're going to get our freedom enough. Right. So these women united, they didn't have social media. They didn't have printers, but they did it. They organized a true bottoms up movement and they went to these companies and they said together, because there's power together. It's like you take a straw, you can break it, but you put a bunch of straws together. You can't break it. It's too strong. We unite working people unite. They, they came and they said, if you don't give us the eight hour workday, clean up the these factories so they're safe get our children out of the workforce give us better pay then we're out of here you guys can find somebody else to build your widgets you can hire some monkeys or something and guess what happened they had to bend because they needed their widgets yep. made. so they gave back a lot of the gains to the working class people and they got great wages right so from that movement not only did that happen but back then there was urine and feces in the streets and dead horses and cows in the water supply the infrastructure was poor. And guys, if you're going to be a defender of public health, you have to understand that the number one common denominator, period, in how we have good public health is infrastructure. It's key. The women and the men joined in too. They fought and some of them died. Like literally look up Haymarket Square. All this stuff is erased from the history books. Four people were hanged just wanting an eight-hour workday. Think about that. Jeez, I didn't even know that. Think about that. You, you got People got hanged. Because they wanted an eight-hour workday. Yeah, what, what, what bad people. We take, it, we take that for granted now that you go to work for eight hours. And it's like, guess what? Four people got hanged for that deal. Four working-class people were hung and killed for the eight-hour workday. That's what happened. Look up Haymarket Square. So what also was happening, we had all this urine, the feces in the streets, the dead horse. The water supply was nasty. We had a nasty environment. We were living in literally shit and piss, and our water was disgusting full of bacteria and rancid and E. coli and salmon. It was nasty. Well, of course we had poor health. That's why infectious diseases was going through the roof. It, it, it still happens today in this poor animal husbandry deal. We have all these cows, uh, cows and chickens and stuff like that, and they put them in small pens, and they're living in their urine and the feces, and what do they have to do? They got to load them up with antibiotics so that they don't die. And they put uh, hormones in them, and they do a bunch of weird shit to them, right? Because they're out of balance from nature. That, that's not natural to have a whole bunch of people living in an area like and if that happens like in nature and a bunch of rabbits explode well guess what then there's going to be a bunch of hawks and they'll eat a bunch of rabbits and then the rabbits are gone and then the hawks will die it just it, it always stays in balance yep. that's nature always balances itself out we were out of balance 
because we were living in our own shit and piss and we had dead animals in the water. The women fought and bled and died, and some guys did too, at the late 1800s, early 1900s with these ground, these working class movements to get back our freedom again for the second time. And from that movement, they got the sanitation worker and the plumber, and they cleaned up the urine and the feces, and they piped in clean water. And then guess what happened? Those infectious diseases started dropping rapidly. And by 1945, 98% of infectious diseases was gone. Okay. And a lot of people are like, well, that was the advent of Western medicine and modern medicine helped us. It, it wasn't. No. Okay. No, it wasn't. It was the infrastructure built on the back of a bunch of pissed off people that were living as slaves. That's what did it. The measles, as an example, 14 out of 100,000 people were dying of the measles in the turn of the century at 1900. By 1945, 98% of the measles was eradicated along with all the other infectious diseases. The measles vaccine hit the scene 1963. So was it the, was it the big pharma and the, vaccine, the ph pharmacist and the doctor that saved us? No, it was us. us yeah. Look at yourself in the goddamn mirror. It's you. You are the answer. If you don't like how things are, it's up to you to change it. This is a you movement. This is a working class movement. We have to come together and you have to understand that these bastards in, 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 in politics and stuff like that and celebrities, they don't give a shit about you and me. They never have and they never will. All they care about is themselves. You can't have guns, but they have you know 20 foot walls around their houses and they got armed security guards all the way around yeah. You can't fly on a plane but it, because it's bad for the environment, but they have private jets and they go everywhere, right? It's what's good for them is not good for you. It's a double standard. Rules right? for thee and not for me. Dude, it is so freaking crazy, right? So think about this. It is all built on a working class movement. Now, from that movement, it's quite remarkable. From 1900 till 1970, over 200 million Americans striked for better pay and because you can't stop. You cannot stop. They didn't just strike once or twice, and that was it, and they got everything. They never stopped. 200, they kept striking and striking and striking and striking, and the gains kept coming. Think about it. Remember in the 50s, typically it was like the dude went to work. He made a ton of money. His wife stayed home. Not all the cases. There's nothing wrong, ladies. You want to go out and work? Nothing wrong with that. Okay, follow your highest excitement. I'm all about it. Dad, the, kid, the dad can stay home. All right. Or maybe you have a housekeeper or somebody, you know, uh, somebody help raise your kids, whatever. But this was a typical deal. The guy would go out. He made a ton of money and he had enough money to have his house come home. And mom stayed home and raised the kids, took care of the kids. And uh, the kids played in the neighborhood and raised those kids under the moral values. And we had a fabric. We had um, we had that nuclear family there. Right now. That's awesome. And that's what happened. Right. So. It's also about income, too, because a lot of people are like, well, well, what about health and all this stuff? But, you know, you have. So here's the numbers from 1970 until today, only about two, maybe five million people have striked. So if you look at it and it goes up to 1970 from 1900, our health got better. Our incomes increased tremendously, not just for a few people, everybody. As GDP, the gross domestic product went up, our incomes went up accordingly, pretty much. There's a whole chart on this. It's pretty amazing. This in-depth report was done. Incomes went up. Safety in the streets got better. Um, health improved. America was kicking ass, and everybody wanted to come here, right? Everybody wanted to great streets, beautiful. Portland here, City of Roses, beautiful. 
Well, from 1970, here's what happened. Politicians got together, the Republicans and the Democrats, and the Republicans said the working class people, that movement is communism. And they started the branding machine using television and the, the radio and blah, 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 it's bad, bad, bad. That pissed off a lot that of people. Pissed off a lot of people, but also there was a lot of people that just didn't know. And they started thinking, oh, these working class people out there, they're, they'd see them picketing or doing the, they're communists. They started believing this shit. Mm -hmm. It's like, no, they've been there. They're hardworking American working class people that are fighting for all the gains that we've gotten because the, the elites, the, the overlords, the slave lords are never going to give up. They always want their money back. They want their control, power, profit and control. It never stops. So we can never stop fighting. We can never stop. So from from that time, less people started striking. And, and then this, the, the incomes went down, the safety in the streets went down and our health has plummeted. Because working class people stopped fighting because the Republicans branded it as a working class, the movement as communism. And then, then the Democrats came in working together. This is the key, working together with the Republicans, making it look like they're against each other. But then afterwards, they're at cocktail parties laughing at all of us, right? Yeah, the theater. The Democrat, exactly. It's WWF wrestling. The, the Democrats came in and said, we are for the working people and we we are going to help you and we're going to create these labor unions. The Democrats created the top-down labor unions, and they, they basically just smothered the fire and put the cap on the true bottoms-up working-class movements. And from that 1970 till today, again, the striking just stopped pretty much. It just went to nothing, and that's when we lost everything. And we've been fat, dumb, and lazy since the 1970s, watching sports, doing our fantasy football, going wine tasting. There's nothing wrong with this stuff, okay? I'm not, I'm, I'm not like calling you out. I'm just saying it is what it is. You can do all that stuff as long as you're still fighting for your freedoms because we're, we've lost this stuff. Now, I could go into further stuff, but we're going to have to wrap up here. But the point is, and think about this. If you're making $50,000 today as a hardworking class person, based on GDP growth since 1970, you should be making $120,000. I want that to sink in a little bit. Yeah. How do you think that would affect your family, your time with your family, your health, the things you could afford to put into your health? How would it afford, you know, think about us like, you know, uh, accumulating wealth and it gives you, it gives you some sense of security. So when, you know, if the water heater goes out, you got no money in the bank, that's a big problem. But, you know, if you got 6,000 bucks just in a safety account or 10 grand or 20 grand sitting there just in your oh shit account, and the water heater breaks, you can just write a check for it. And it's not that big of a deal. It doesn't cause stress on you and then stress on your relationship and stress on your children and stress at work because you can't afford this. How am I going to fix the water heater? Right. It's just like earlier, we were talking about following your excitement, cleaning up the garage. If you make it, you get excited about the process, the rest of your life gets better. Well, it works the other way too. Right. If you get stressed out because of financial stress, it's also going to drag down your physical vibrations and it's going to drag down your your relationship with kids and wife and or husband and and your job because it's all connected to you. Right. It's so important. So if you're making fifty thousand dollars a year today, you should be making one hundred and twenty thousand. If this doesn't wake you up, if you don't get upset about this, then I don't know what's going to do it. Like, you know, 80 percent of us are overweight, obese. Morbidly obese, 38% of our children are obese. It's like, what else is it going to take? How many of us have to die of suicide? How many of us have to get sick? How many of us have to go into this broken medical model? How many of us have to get, we're slaves, okay? You are a slave. You should be making $120,000 a year if you're making $50,000. That is not right. If you want that back, 
you can't vote for a politician on the left or the right or think that some celebrity on Spotify is going to do anything for you. Oh, it's okay. It's okay. She can, yep. she, she can chime in all she wants. That's right. So anyway, um, yeah, so that's about it. So defending public health starts with taking care of yourself and then you have to take action. So that's why we want to invite you to join us in the truth, freedom and health movement. That's truthfreedomhealth.com. You can join for free. And if you live in different areas around the world, um, uh, you can just, if, if you don't have the, the cash, you can actually write in, email in, and we can get you a scholarship. Dr. Shiva is giving all of his life's work pretty much tens and tens and tens of thousands of dollars of education and tools. And we have tools for you so you can get educated. And if you guys would use the code WARRIOR, it's actually a scholarship code that will get you a little bit of a discount. It's WARRIOR1515. That's WARRIOR1515. I don't know exactly how much it is, um, but I was given the code like a few months ago and I just give it out to people. So I should save you a couple bucks if you want to come in as a warrior level, which I suggest you do. And then you can join us on the Thursday night warrior huddles. You can start taking action. We will give you the tools and all you need is 10 minutes a day. So if you're really, really busy, it's okay. We don't need you to make a big commitment in the beginning. We just need you to want to make change, want to get educated and want to build community and connect with your fellow working class people. We want to go beyond left and right, beyond black and white. It's working people unite. We have to get off of this divide and conquer strategy they've been using against us. So if you start getting pissed off at your friend because he voted for Biden or voted for Trump or pissed off at your mom because you know she wants to get vaccinated and you don't or pissed off at your uncle because he doesn't want to get vaccinated and you do, or pissed off at your kids because they want to wear a mask and you don't, or mad at your uncle because the opposite, that is all strategy being used against you, right? You Something are, I fight every day. You are I fight being, that every day. It's, 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 a, it's, it's called system science. They're using It's about divide and conquer. This anti-pro, no, we have to get away from that. If somebody, and I'll say this too, like, I was up in Eastern Oregon and this dude was wearing a mask in the woods, walking his dog. So his dog could take a piss. Okay. The old Tim before I, cause I was, I, I bought into it. Okay. I have to admit I was, I bought into the system science that the elites are using against us. I was like, that stupid son of a bitch is wearing a mask out in the forest. What a dumbass, you know, but guess what? I look at it differently now because I know I was taken advantage of to be, have that thought process. And he's been, obviously taken advantage of because he's got a mask on because he doesn't understand how the human body works. Right. And we know that when you put on a mask, you disrupt airflow, you increase the acidity in the mouth and then the bad bacteria proliferate. And that's why we have a 50% increase in rotting teeth, cracking teeth and, and gum disease. Not to mention that when you disrupt your oral microbiome, you're disrupting your gut microbiome and you're disrupting your cardiovascular system and other stuff because the foot bone is connected to the leg bone. Our body is a complete system. It is not compartmentalized. So if you mess up one area, you're messing up the rest of it. Just like if you get pissed off and angry because you have to clean up the garage, it's going to make the rest of your life because it's all connected to you. Your body is a system. And we actually teach you that. There's actually a course in there that Deepak Chopra of Dr. Shiva sold for 2,500 bucks called Your Body, Your System. 21 years of his life's work on how to bring your body back to balance. We actually use it in our coaching program over here to help people. That's part of good information on there. That's part of the system. Of good information. It's just part of the thing you get. It's like, I think it's like a less than hundred bucks and you get that for the whole year and a bunch yep. of other stuff. It's like tens of thousands of dollars of stuff. So my point is, is that we have to, we have to go beyond this left, right narrative. We have to understand that the reason why that dude wore a mask 
was because in his belief system, he believed it was healthier for him or he's a decent person and he didn't want to hurt somebody else because he didn't have the education, didn't have the awareness because he was watching yeah. the news 24 yeah. seven or listening to people that weren't educated. We're uh, our movement and uh, what we're about over here at chemicalfreebody.com and the truth, freedom and health movement and being defenders of public health. We are not pro or anti anything. We are for what is this? What is the scientific method? What is it actually doing to the body or in the systems? Like if you're making 50,000 a day, you should be making 120. That was a systems analysis approach that was taking on that to figure that out. So we just try, we want to get to the truth so we can get the real science and unlock the real solutions. So we can have good health so we can fight for our freedom. And that's what it's all about. Now I've been on my soapbox, Nick, for a while. So I'm going to, I'm going to turn this over to you for a moment and, and talk to, and I want you to talk about uh, defending public health and what your thoughts are on it. Well, I mean, you obviously covered a lot, but um, we have to, we, we have to absolutely get active. Um, even if it's just a little bit of a time, you know, you, there's a lot that you can accomplish in one hour, a lot. People don't realize that people, you know, everyone that says, I don't have the time for that. One thing I realized, this is just like with relationships and friends. If, if they're not, if, if they're not making the time for you, then they don't care enough. So if you're not making the time for yourself, you're not making the time to defend other people's health, then you're not caring enough. You need to, you know, there's more that you can be doing. People spend what an average of like five hours on their phone and screen time. Just take, just take a quarter of that and put it in towards, I don't know, writing out flyers and post them outside, making up posters. You know, that's what I, that's one thing I did. I just made some posters and just went and put them on telephone poles around the town and we you know, by, by intersections and stuff you know, flyers go and post. So there's a bunch of businesses that have like, you know, little poster boards that you can put a, a business thing on or whatever. Just, you know, truth, freedom, health, like join here, join the movement and stuff like that. You know, like you were talking about before, just, you know, having a truth, freedom, health flag going on top of a overpass. You know, we, we absolutely have to get active. And what's like that said, like when, like, you, when you went out and put those uh, flyers up on the telephone post and you're talking to business owners or putting up flyers, how did that make you feel? I mean, good. It made me feel like I was doing something like I was making and trying to make a difference, even if, cause it, the way I saw it is that even if only one person saw it and checked out the site and, you know, started their journey that it is worth it. It's worth Absolutely. it. So, I think people forget about the power of one person. Like, again, mm -hmm. we have the power of the universe locked inside of us. Literally people like Dr. Shiva says, we're like, we're, we're like atomic bombs. People have no idea what the potential is. Every single person here, creation does not make mistakes. You're here for a freaking reason. And if you're listening yes. to this podcast, you're listening to this podcast for a reason. Otherwise, you wouldn't be here. Creation doesn't make mistakes. So the question is, is what are you going to do with this wonderful gift of a body that you've been given and all this information that goes into your beautiful, wonderful brain? What are you going to do with it? Right? Are you just going to sit back and, and just be entertained? and not take care of your health or are you going to step up take 100 responsibility for health and start taking action to win our freedoms back and it's not just here in the united states it's around the world this is a global effort and a global movement because people in other countries have been suffering for way too long i mean look at the people down in venezuela i mean they're just like used to be a beautiful country it was abundant they had all these natural resources and now they're eating their zoo animals to stay alive and you know there's pictures of the their governments like running them over with cars and stuff people out in the square China, you know, all this stuff they got going over there where they're harvesting organs off of basically yoga instructors, you know, you were talking about in your site, you got the Uyghur, is it 
Uyghurs. Uh, uh, Uyghurs. Uyghurs. Yeah, there's a certain Muslim sect where they're just murdering them people, right? It's a Holocaust. They're harvesting their organs. You know, they have literally on trains and stuff. Like you, they're literally lined up like it's concentration camps. Yeah. It's you know, it's just like Nazis with the Jews. It's same, the solution same thing. To all of this. The solution to all of this is you taking responsibility for yourself and then taking action locally in your neighborhood. This doesn't have to be some big thing. And again, if you think you're super busy, you don't have time for this, you have to make time or nothing's going to change. Um, I can't remember the quote exactly, but it's like the the guy said, or somebody said, the only way, way evil will triumph is if good men and women do nothing. Yep. You are a good man or a woman, and you have a, if you, have a, you think you're a decent person, you have a moral obligation to step up. You really do. You don't want to sit back and let the, continue to let this happen. If you feel like Nick and I feel in your heart and your soul and you know something is wrong and you want to do something to change it, we actually have a path for you. We have a path. We have the educational tools. We have other activism tools like little business cards you can hand out, flyers. We're doing it old school. And remember, those working class women did it, and people were hanged for the eight-hour workday. We're, we are losing our freedoms quickly. We're losing our health quickly, and um, we're definitely losing our incomes. So if that doesn't upset you, but we can win it all back and we could just never stop. So get involved. Um, join us over at truthfreedomhealth.com. Again, you can join for free. If you want to come at the warrior level, if you feel really inspired and motivated, we'd really like you to do that. And don't forget to use that code warrior1515. It's a scholarship code. Save you a couple bucks. And if you don't have the money and you really want to be a warrior, write into um, to, to, there's a web on the website. You can send it, say, hey, I'm just, you know, I, I lost my job because I wouldn't get the jab or whatever, or I live in, you know, Nigeria and we don't have the money, but I am really ready to do this. Um, I'm pretty sure you'll get a scholarship code. You'll get a big scholarship and you can join us. And just all we ask you to do is just take advantage of this education. And sometimes when somebody hands you a jewel, like a treasure chest full of cash, basically, and you don't understand the value of it because it was given to you for free, um, you, you might miss out on it. Right. So don't forget, people have paid thousands and thousands of dollars for just certain little parts and pieces of the educational pieces that we're going to give you in the movement. It is a very valuable resource. It has changed my life. The stuff that I've learned there, I've, I've been learning system science. I've been in learning engineering principles. Just the thought of being an engineer is like, I thought I could never do any of that stuff. I was selling calculus my- and all that crap. Yeah, dude, I was selling, not that I want to do calculus, but I'm learning system science, like input, output, transport, conversion, storage. And I'm seeing all this stuff in nature now and in my life. And all this stuff applies to your business. And the things we're learning here, not only can help you be in activism and, and learn about politics, the true meaning of it, what's going on, but you can start smelling a rat and seeing, you know, take off your rose colored glasses and see who's actually doing what's right yep. and who's not. Not so it's obvious not, establishment. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really cool. So and it, it, you can improve your health. You can improve your relationships. You can actually, this is good for business. If you're a business owner, this course will help you. So anyway, to recap, to unlock the health here inside of you, step one, that is somebody who takes 100% responsibility for their health. Step two, it's someone who loves themselves first and, in, and, and, and by that action inspires others to do the same. Step three, um, someone who follows their highest excitement to the best of their ability with no insistence on a particular outcome. Step four, this is someone who understands that we are all connected. Every single one of us, we are connected. Um, step five, someone who is a health hero is someone who lives a chemical-free life and maintains a chemical-free body. And number six, they become a defender of their, not only their own health, but public health and planetary health. Because again, we're all connected. So I want to thank, uh, thank you, Nick, for coming on and, and sharing. Thank uh, you. It's been pretty awesome. Um, you have 
followed, you, you followed all these steps, which is really cool. And um, I want you guys to check out Nick. Um, you can His website is ProclaimEmancipation.com. That's ProclaimEmancipation.com. Um, he's lost 60 pounds. <laughs> he's got rid of his anxiety. He's a damn good parent now. And um, he's a working class guy out there working in a machine shop. And he comes home and he's building his, he's building his excitement, his vision, his dream his website and he's launched his new podcast. So check out his podcast. It's, it's on the website there. Uh, the proclaim emancipation podcast. And Nick, I just can't say enough. You are one of the reasons that gives me so much fuel to keep learning and exploring and doing what I do and keep it, keep up the fight um, to bring about truth, freedom and health in our, in our country, in this world. And um, I just want to say thank you. And I applaud you for your efforts and it's freaking awesome, dude. Thank you, Tim. Couldn't, couldn't have done it without you. So freaking awesome so thanks so much and thank you listeners around the world for listening in again we have become one of the top alternative health podcasts in the world um again i couldn't do it without you and, and you, with you guys liking sharing and subscribing and telling your other friends we have done zero marketing I have we have no money for that we're a very small company i've done zero mark i have zero marketing budget for any of that stuff promoting products promoting the website and we had our 100th episode uh, last week, uh, over 108,000 true downloads just through the matrix that where we publish it out. And we publish on some other places that don't count. So it's actually more than that. But that's really cool. We're going to go for 200,000 or 200 episodes and we're going to go for a million downloads. So um, uh, we can't do it alone. So I'm going to bust my butt over here and try to give you guys good content, good guests and do things that will actually raise your vibrational frequency, raise your consciousness, help you with your health, help your family's health, help you bring that nuclear family back together, have strong bonds with your kids and your and other people in your family and, and nature too. And don't forget about old nature because we're from it. We want to be good stewards of the planet, good stewards of ourselves and realize that if we don't stand up for ourselves, even a little bit, that we are going to be continue to become slaves and it's going to get worse and worse and worse. But if we stand up and just do a little bit, imagine just not too much in the future. We've already got 60,000 people signed up in this deal. 60,000, that's a lot. Imagine when we hit a million and two million people. We hit two million people doing 10 minutes a day. It's going to be like a magnifying glass concentrating the sun's energy, and you can start burning, burning, you know, uh, you can light a fire with that thing. And that's what's going to happen as people get more pissed off and finally realize what's really going on. And they take off the rose colored glasses. People are going to flood into the movement. They're going to flood into taking care of themselves. And together we're going to become an unstoppable force and we will get back truth, freedom and health in this country. So thank my listeners around the globe. I love you guys. I can't do it without you. Let's go for 200 episodes. Let's go for a million downloads and get this information out. And let's get, let's get that 50,000 train. That's our goal. 50,000 trained warrior scholars into the truth, freedom, health movement. We need leaders not not followers we want leaders out there so if you feel like i said inside that you want to make change join the movement at truthfreedomhealth.com you can also check us out at chemicalfreebody.com we've got coaching our group coaching community and we've got detox and nutrition products to lift you up so that you can get out there and do all this stuff so thank you so much everybody thank you nick and we will see you again next time change your can health. i say can yeah I say go ahead quick thing? okay um what all i ask people to do is to start with five minutes a day Five minutes a day, write down your goals, write down what you're grateful for, write down your, I, this is what I started to do, I ams, just I am strong, I am loved, I am divine, stuff like that. And then intentions, any intentions that you set out that, you know, whatever it is in the world. That's what I started with a couple of months ago. And it's, that's that along with my sprouts every day is I look forward to every morning. Yeah. You know, you just feel better. You start the day off a little better. You're setting your goals because you can't, 
you can't if intelligent you can't have an intelligent system without a goal if you don't have an end goal then you're, you're a dumb system so yeah. you gotta you gotta set your goals first know what you want to do and then go out and do it you're probably not too worried about the supply chain delays because you can grow your own food now right yes that's kind one of the comforting big, right? big reasons yeah that Very huge comforting. huge comfort Right now, we've got that whole deal going on in Alaska where there's like 600,000 people in Alaska and the, the shelves are bare because the Canadian government is forcing the um, uh, the, the truckers from the United States to get completely vaxxed. There's like 22,000. Yeah. So you see that movement they had, the big trucker movement they had? It was like a 70-kilometer-long 70, 70 convoy. Yeah, yeah, and just yeah. Trudeau said he's like, oh, yeah, it's just a little fringe group of people not doing much, 70 freaking kilometers long. All right. That is, and it's, and then, then the Canadian people are lining up on the highways and the streets all along this movement. And there's just these truckers, um, uh, they're, they're going all the way across Canada mm-hmm. and there's a fun, go fund, some type of a fund. I don't know if it's GoFundMe, like that's a corrupt organization, but there's some type of a GoFundMe deal. And, um, I think they've raised over 5 million, actually three days ago, a week ago, they raised over $5 million to give Jeez. them fuel and lodging and stuff. That's awesome. Like that, right? That's awesome. So let's look that up. Um, so that means uh, for the Americans, because we're um, we're not on the metric system, which we should be, I think. Um, Seventy kilometers is forty three point four nine six, so a little over forty three and a half, about forty three and a half miles long. Forty three and a half miles long of trucks and people joining in in a convoy, saying no to the government and no to these crazy mandates and trying to force one size fits all medicine to our individual bodies based on a 1915 outdated immune system model. Ridiculous. This is a working class movement. This is part of it. So if you know truckers, if you know uh, uh, truckers in Canada, if you know truckers in the United States are going up there or truckers in general or anybody, um, you can get them and you you can get them involved in the truth, freedom and health movement too. We have a lot of people in that convoy in our movement and they're handing out cars and talking to truckers and passing to people. We have to do this. And if we do this, it's so simple. We're going to take everything back so fast. It'll make people's heads spin. We just need to, to put the effort out and not be lazy anymore. So Nick, thank you the world that. today. That's right, buddy. You thank, thank you for that, uh, that last piece of uh, advice that you gave us. It was, uh, it was some golden stuff, some golden nuggets there. And until next time, guys, change yourself, change your world. And I'll see you again soon. Bye for now. Thanks for listening again to the health hero show. I'm your host, Tim James. And remember, change yourself, change your world. We'll see you again on the next episode. Talk to you soon. You have just listened to the Health Hero Show with Tim James. 